Welcome back to Portals, back Portals. in Sydney, Australia, again. Yes. And we'll be flowing from here for a while as well, which is awesome. Yep. So um, let's recap a bit on last week's show. And it was about stepping stones and not standing stones. Um, first off, actually, I want to introduce everyone um, on the table tonight. We've got Pastor Tony. Yeah. yeah. That's it, guys. Give it up. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, We've so I have a fan base. Pastor Nathan. Hello. <laughs> We've got Pastor Kenny. Hey. Yeah. Dog. Pastor Christy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. That sounded so weird. And we've got Dr. Robin Cassis. Oh. Yeah. Hello, guys. Hi. Hi. We're the back Cassis here again. squad once again. Cassis squad plus one. So no, it's he's a carvis. honorary. He's honorary. Kenny's been adopted to the family. Yes. He's a carvis. He's a carvis. That's You're right. a carvis. I'm a carvis. Give us a yeah. Just in case you guys know what yeah. that is. <laughs> just in case you don't know what a carvis is, it's a mix between a the Jarvis, Cassis one surname, and, yeah. and Cassis, the other surname. So we give him a carvis. And yeah. actually, some of the people in New York believe that that's... N- Debbie's last name. They believe it. Yeah, don't. I don't actually doubt that. Um, (laughs) They do. (laughs) So last week we were talking about stepping stones and not standing stones. Yes. Can we recap a bit on that, Pastor Tony? Just not to sort of fall into, you know, um, living in the past or or actually letting the past Mm. um, dictate the present and the future. Mm. It's also throwing away the past. Yep. And there are things that you want to throw away from yesterday and there are things that you want to keep. And so we have to discern the difference. Yeah. Um, you don't want to throw the things that God has established in the previous move, but you don't want to hang on to hurts or disappointments or, or even methodologies mm. that God no longer wants to use. And that's the message we basically brought to the Sydney church last Sunday. And yeah. we brought it tonight, unforgiveness. Yeah. Mm. And yep. also from last week, the one thing that really stood out to me, and I think a lot of people have been saying, when Dr. Robin released that season of yesterday was the what, today is the why, tomorrow is the how. And so all week I've been asking the Lord to show me the why, you know, mm. because we've been so focused on what is happening and then how God's going to do it, but his spirit isn't releasing that yet. So we're just basically hitting like, you know, a closed door and that door isn't going to open until he decides to open it. So I've been literally saying, based on what you said, Dr. Robin, the why, Lord, show us the why. And as you've been, as we've been asking that, I've even got reports from people, yeah. you know, that have listened to that portal, that the Lord has started to open up and begin to speak. And areas where they felt that this, it was stagnant, mm. now they're hearing the why. Because I, they're literally in the lane that God wants them to be in. Mm-hmm. Hearing how God wants them to hear. And they're asking the right questions. That's the key, yeah. And the other thing is that they have a direction now how to pray. Yes. So they have this direction now how to pray. So they're not just changing directions, you know, going Mm. this way and then going that way and then going this way. They've got one direction now and that direction is why. Why? Why is this happening? Why do I have to? What's going on with this? Why is this going yeah, on? Yeah. So 
you know, that's really important because when you start praying in the direction of the Holy Spirit, he starts opening up what he's doing. Come on. Uh-huh. You can give me a <laughs> First gem of the night. So if you missed last portals and you want to know more about this one of what we're just talking about in the recap, go back to your portals podcast yes. and look up stepping stones, not standing stones. Yes. And then you'll be up to date with what we're talking about right now. Yeah. yeah. It's good stuff. Yeah. So Pastor Tony, you preached a message tonight and it was on forgiveness. Yep. Can you open up a bit about that, please? And well, yeah, we wanted to explain to our church that um, in previous years, because obviously coming in with a new vision and a new methodology, we don't want to, um, you know, resurrect old methodologies in this new move of God in, in the Sydney church. One of the old moves was, um, you know, judging people on the symptoms that they were, you know, expressing, you know, their emotions or their state of mind, um, habitual behaviour. And so I was trying to explain that in this new move that the Lord's doing here, we, we have to look to the source of what's going on, not just the symptom mm. of what's going on. Oh my God. And so uh, that. Nate, Nate was sharing with that. The that source of what's going yeah. on. Let's just acknowledge that for a second. The source of what's going on and not just the symptom. Yeah, because sometimes when someone is like quiet or moody or even like, you know, abusive, we can judge the surface and say, oh, they're just being nasty or they're just being rude. But uh, if we ask the Holy Spirit, he may say, look, yeah. there's something deeper than what yeah. you're seeing that's going on. Because the Lord knows what their circumstances are at home, what their circumstances are at work. Maybe they're under financial pressure. Who knows? Mm. And so we're encouraging our church in Sydney to not just look at the surface. Jesus said, don't judge with what you see Mm. or what you hear with your ears, but judge righteous judgment. In other words, go deeper than what you're seeing and hearing and ask the Holy Spirit what is going on. Once you get that perspective, then Number one, you'll be a, a great intercessor for that person if you mm. truly love them, yeah. right? But it also prevents you from <laughs> making um, preconceived judgments, yeah. right? How many times have you looked at someone and said, oh, they're, they're just crazy? No, or, never. <laughs> <laughs> we don't do those things. No. Not well, yeah, I'm going to avoid that person. They're too volatile. You know? oh. No, the, I've never done that. I don't know but, what you're talking um, about. The truth of the matter is, <laughs> you know, we often do because yeah. we're looking at the surface. So the Lord's encouraging us to go beyond the surface. And so when we when we scratch the surface just a little this this evening in the in the teaching, the Lord wanted to speak about holding um, offenses and unforgiveness towards people, and how by doing that, by not releasing offenses you can fall into un- unforgiveness and then eventually hardness. Yeah. And then the big one is bitterness. Mm. And so there, I, I discussed certain symptoms of unforgiveness and bitterness, like uh, you avoid them if you're in the same room, you don't make eye contact, <laughs> uh, you can't pray for a blessing, you know. Jesus, um, Jesus. Doesn't that take a toll on you though? Like don't isn't there that saying how like it's harder to – frown than it is to smile it takes more muscles to frown than mm. it does to smile it's true because your body's doing something it wasn't it's naturally created to do yeah I, I i believe that the the person who holds on to an offense even though the offense may be very grievous right yeah 
the damage the damage that's done by holding on to it by the grieved party mm. is far more serious than the actual offence itself. You wow. know, I was going to say something here. Okay, take okay. that one to him. Yep, that's a good one. <laughs> I was going to say something, and and it really is about uh, we're in this world, but we're not of it. So yet we produce fruit from this world. Oh, come on, Pastor Robin. We produce fruit from it, and that is offences, unforgiveness, oh, Jesus. and so on and okay. so wow. on. And so you can pour the life. Come on. I mean, uh, I was going to, but you were talking. I didn't want to She's on her own. But I haven't finished. <laughs> and so the thing is that we're to stand out from this, mm. yeah. and yet we're taking images from the world mm. and using them, and actually we should be showing the world images of how it works and so this is really important that we take this now and we run with this and that is if we wait upon the holy spirit we won't be looking with our eyes at what's going on we won't be hearing with our ears but we'll be moving in the spirit you said a very interesting thing you said we take it on we bring it on to ourselves and you know what it shouldn't be coming on us at all. Yeah. It should be coming out from within us. Mm, Jesus. Sorry, that's my, my agreement voice. So the two examples we used tonight, Pastor, was when they lowered the man from the tiled roof. Yeah, yeah, this is good. And, you know, they wanted Jesus to heal him. But when Jesus looked at the man, you know, face value, as I said in the teaching this afternoon, you would say that guy needs healing because he can't walk, he can't lift yeah, his hand. Yeah, yeah. He was a paraplegic, right? Yeah. Or it's a paralytic, they, they say. But Jesus saw something deeper than what others saw. Mm. He saw that the, the man was riddled with deep guilt mm. about his, mm. con- his, the consciousness of his own sins. Yeah. And he just said to the man, his greatest need was, son, what was it? Your sins are forgiven you. Yes. Fear yeah. not. Your sins are forgiven you. Wow. Now, all of us would have said, son, you need healing. Yeah, yeah, Get up yeah. and walk. Yeah, yeah. But Jesus yeah. said, no, the, the problem with this man is is deep-rooted. Yeah. It's not just the surface symptom mm. of being a paralytic. It's his deep-seated guilt for his sin. Mm. And the second example was just as good. The, the young boy that was uh, epileptic, the disciples again, discerning surface mm. at the surface level thought it was just a, a, a mute spirit mm. and they couldn't cast it out. When Jesus comes along, he he does some investigating with the father. He says, how long has this thing been affecting the child? And the father responds by saying, "It's uh, it's been with him since childbirth. And so Jesus um, discerns that. <laughs> it's all right. Jesus discerned that it's an inherited Condition, yeah, which requires a greater amount of faith, yeah. yeah. So when they asked the Lord afterwards, why couldn't we cast this de- devil out? He said, because this kind of spirit can only come out by prayer and fasting. And he was implying that it was an inherited condition, and de- therefore, it do- it would take more than average faith to to remove it. I want to challenge yeah. you on something right now. Uh-oh. I'm already challenging. It's it's portals I, I really, one. I really want to challenge Person you and I want to challenge everyone on this panel. Yep. 
That fasting and praying was not just for that person, for the demon come to on, come say out. Come on, say yeah. this, say this. That fasting and praying was for the people, that, the disciples. Yes. yes. They needed that fasting yes. and praying for them to get beyond seeing with their eyes and start hearing, hearing yeah. with their our ears and their spiritual eyes yes. coming yes, forward. Yes. So it was a twofold ministry here yeah. Yeah. that God was saying. God never wastes a penny. He never wastes anything. Do you think he would waste such a great portion on that one thing? He was saying, you've got little faith. Yeah. You've got to pray for yourself. You've got to fast for yourself because these are demons of inheritance and you're not going to get them out the way you are. Jesus. Also, Pastor Tony, um, I know that um, some scholars teach, and to back up what you're saying, um, that the man was so riddled with guilt, that's why he got them to go up to the roof. <laughs> because some, I've heard some scholars say you could literally, you even though it was a crowded place, you could push through. But he didn't want people seeing his condition, so he told them, "Don't, don't let, don't take me through where everyone can see me." And that's why they went up to the roof and lowered him down. Mm. So that even shows if we're going to step out to be healed, we have to risk. Being vulnerable and being seen, and being seen, yeah. and then maybe when we risk being seen, people will see us the way that God wants them to see us, yeah. Yeah. and we'll stop putting on this facade, and then they won't then see the facade and judge based on what they see as and, a facade. And the attitude here in Australia is she'll be right, mate. Yeah, but she won't be right. No, you see, you need to be seen. Say that again, please. She'll be right, mate. You need to be seen. You need to be seen. Yeah. You need to be seen. So remove the facade. Yeah. Definitely can. And that's what the roof was removed <laughs> for. It really, really, you know. So was the roof the facade? Well, it could have been, couldn't it? It could have been of him being lowered down. Him being shameful. You know what, yeah. too? He was seen as the person that needed the help, who needed yes. the attention. Yes. Everyone would have seen him coming down. Yeah. So if he, if he skipped through the crowd, he mightn't have done that. He would have got lost. Yeah. Ah! He could have lost himself. A lot of churches get you lost. There's a couple of un, unsung heroes in this story. Yes, but we it's, need to go to break, so it, we'll talk about them when we uh, come back. Let's talk <laughs> about the <laughs> unsung. <laughs> me, me, me. Let's talk about those unsung heroes after the break. Come on, everybody. We're going to blow your mind when we come back. Every time, I promise you. My Lord. Come on, Skippy S, please. You're feeling that way tonight. We have to edit that bit, Ollie. Good day, Portals fam. You're listening to the Portals Podcast, coming to you live from Talk Sydney. Fair income, mate. Go, Skip. Come on, Skippy, yes. Where we blow your mind. Anybody got a eucalyptus leaf here, someone? I don't get it. I was doing a bit of an Aboriginal didgeridoo, but let's cut it before we go into realms that are unseen. Show your boomerang. (laughs) Throw it out and see if it comes back. Welcome back to Portals. 
Um, before the break, we were touching on the subject of unsung heroes in that particular story, Pastor Tony. Let's kick it back right back there. The unsung heroes of the story of the paralytic are his four friends. Yeah, yeah. come on. Yes. 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 His mates. The scripture yes. says, when Jesus saw their faith, Thank yes. you. Yeah. not his faith, wow. when Jesus saw their faith, he marveled. He, mm-hmm. Jesus was actually, whoa, these guys have got great faith. They would actually carry a guy up yep. to the top of the roof, yep. pull a, pull all the tiles apart, and then lower him down in ropes yep. so that he could literally land right at Jesus' feet. Yep. They wow. were literally saying to that their friend, we don't care if you're ashamed, do. you're getting healed. Yeah. yeah. But that if you're <laughs> not going to fight for yourself, I'm going to fight, gonna for, fight you. for you. Yeah. You know but what I mean? That wasn't an easy thing to do no. because, hey, that's carrying someone who's heavy. Mm. And we don't know how heavy he was. And and then (laughs) getting him to the roof, taking off the tiles and then lowering him. That's heavy, man. That's heavy. But they were committed to see the work of the Lord done in their friend's life. Mm. He ain't heavy. He my brother. I was going to say that. That was swag coming out of nowhere. My brother. (laughs) Not you have to say mother, with an Australian accent, we're in Australia. It's true, pastors. We've got to fight for each other. That's what Come you're on, saying. Come on, tell yeah, us yeah. your Aussie accent. No, I was just saying, like, um, maybe this guy wasn't even willing. You know, no, I don't want to go. I don't want to go. Come on, come on, let's go. Let's go. This guy can fix you. And yeah. so they took the initiative. Yeah. And I don't know how many times we've had saints not willing to get healed or delivered, and you've had to, you've had to sort of coach them mm-hmm. through. And then when they come out the other side, they go, oh, thank you so much, you – yeah, you know, you really. I'm so glad you pulled me along. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. glad you made me come. And it was. I'm. I'm. I'm actually one of those people. Oh, yeah. nice. I'll, I'll, I'll we'll admit to it. It's fine. Wait, wait, wait. Ready? Oh. <laughs> no, I am. I'm one of those people, and yeah. I'll be like, "Oh, don't worry about it. I'll be fine. I'll be fine. I'll be fine." And it will take someone. Remember that time I told you I wasn't getting prayer at church, and um, I had a customer come into the store. And it was a long story cut short, but basically saw the heater that I had at my legs. And ah, I was like, why have you got a heater? Pray yeah. for you. And yeah. I said to her, oh, look, um, I'm, I've got a situation right now. I didn't know what was happening at the time with the, the autoimmune I'd been diagnosed with. At the time, I didn't know. And um, basically asked me why I had a heater. And then when I told her, oh, look, I'm having an issue with my bloodstream at the moment and it seems to be I'm not getting any blood flow to my um to that leg and I'm getting a lot of problems and she just grabbed my arm and she just started praying in tongues and praying for me <laughs> at my desk. Wow. And I remember going and her husband gave me this look like you don't know what's about to happen like you didn't know that and I looked at her and bowed my head and prayed. So somebody and her husband took the was roof going off. Yeah and exactly Come that on, is exactly what happened. The in the workplace. Someone Lowered took the roof you off down. because Janet. I was coming to church going no 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 guys I'm fine yeah. don't pray for me don't pray for me and God said if you're not going to get prayer I'm going to send someone mm. out to pray for you. Wow. And then we found out later on that that particular woman happened to be around when you guys were um running that the were you were part of the revival with Brownsville. Brownsville. Oh, wow. They yeah. were the ma- one of the main couples that happened to be there from Australia. That's wow. right. But before that, she just put her hands on me. And I remember the, the husband looked at me and gave me that look. And I, I, I looked at him, bowed my head and just took it. 
And then afterwards he goes, oh, you didn't expect that? I said, no, 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 this is great. And she goes, oh, I said, I'm, I'm a Christian. I'm a training pastor. And he, she, he goes, oh. And then she turns around and goes, oh, I'll keep praying for you then. And she goes back down. <laughs> But it was, it was like someone burst the roof. My friends burst the roof and took, took me down. The, took mm. the tiles off the roof of the, um, because uh, of the um, the place where you worked. Yeah, that's right. Literally. And lowered you down. That's right. And when wow. you're being lowered down, you can't jump off. It'll hurt yourself mm. real yeah, quick. Yeah. So yeah, it brings maybe, up maybe the point. some believers that need some friends to lower mm. them down. Which brings up the point Definitely. that I believe that God is really speaking to um, the Australian church because this is more of an Australian kind of mindset. You know, <gasps> this she'll be it right. Should be and right. I, I don't know who we think we're pleasing when we say, oh, no, it's okay. I don't need to be seen. You know, it's this false pride yeah. that it really is because we're saying, we're really saying to the Lord, no, I'll choose when I'm seen. I think yeah. also, I'll choose, choose when I'm important. When I'm important. I'll choose when I'm vulnerable. But the key is we want to be seen every other time. When we manifest, we don't mind being seen because we want everyone to know what we're going through and what we're oh. feeding. I think also it's not just one at having that attitude. It's an attitude that we might look at to say, well, I tried it before. Didn't yeah. work. Yep. So, you know, should be right. Should be yeah. right. Yep. All right? <laughs> um, so... We need to evaluate that. But I even feel to tell it. those that aren't Australian listening, get this concept it, out of your head that's demonic, that, oh, no, I don't need to be seen. God wants you to be seen, but he just wants you to be seen the way he sees you and Come not on. the way that you see yourself you or other people there. see you. This okay. is the problem with a lot of people. They deflect and they detour their own healing because they keep telling God when he can heal them. Yeah. Mm. And like you said, we need some friends that'll just come along and say, "It ain't up to you. I'm gonna fight for you." And you're going down. You're going down. We're breaking through the roof. Today's the day. You know, now get over your manifestation. You it's happening now. And you better stay on that stretcher because you'll fall off. And then you'll have to be raised from the dead. Oh yeah, that's <laughs> another thing. Is it, we have no idea what the the <laughs> visual of that event was like. Did they lower him down with ropes? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, what if one of them slipped and went, oops, and they... Each corner had to be at the that same time. That was a faith in itself, yeah. That, that was a real <laughs> faith walk. <laughs> How would you be if you saw this guy getting lowered on a stretcher and then sure. they dropped him? <laughs> Then well, Jesus we, would have to raise him from the dead. Oh, I said that. <laughs> he would definitely have to raise him Why from the dead. That would be a great sort of, uh, you know, a humorous, a humorous skit. <laughs> Pastor, Parody, just, maybe. Just as you're talking, and just it comes to mind, like, not saying God has to paralyze us, but it, does this get us to a point where we can't mm. do anything? I think it's wonderful. Oh. Where we need help. Where's my gospel organ? Do you know what Jesus. I mean? We need to get to a point sometimes where I can't do it anymore. Yeah. Wow. So it, it's surrendering. Who, who brought you along? Yeah. Where'd you come Jenny's from? Here. You've been a bit paralyzed up until <laughs> I now. I think so. <laughs> well, I'm, I could guess speak for a lot of the Aussies here. We yeah. don't like this so formal God's thing and being down. recorded and, you know, being on TV and all this stuff. And wow. we're like, oh, no, not me. I'll stay at the back and help yeah, out. No, not, oh, in, not anymore. Kenny, that's you being <laughs> raised down through the roof. Yeah. Like first week, it was scared. Like yeah. your well, legs were day, shaking. <laughs> Tonight, you're getting it. Yes, it's true. You're which, getting it. Which actually brings us to the theme of the portals. Yeah, we need to go to that now. Mm. Pastor was... Um, discerning that the Lord wanted us to talk about whose journey 
is it? Well, mm. actually, I wasn't actually discerning it. I was hearing it from the Lord. Mm. When I asked him, Lord, there's so much that we could bring out, he said, just let me lead you. And then I just started to get this really strong. Whose journey is this? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I kept hearing the words, whose journey is this? And so I, I, I found myself using this as a form of counselling with my daughter, yeah. with a couple of other people, and uh, I saw the light turn on. Mm-hmm. Wow, wow. Because they couldn't answer it. Mm. They didn't answer and say, it's not my journey, but it's his. Wow. So I, as the Lord led me, he said, I'm going to download for you to upload, to put people on my journey. Mm. Mm. So that's what we want to talk about, Pastor, tonight. And we finished off the, the portals to do with your word tonight. It was yeah. great. It was yeah. great. But here's the key to join that two together. Yeah. Unforgiveness yeah. is on your journey. Oh, there it is. Not his there journey. It is. Oh, my God. Ooh, when it's on your journey, there as well, you'll have that. unforgiveness. Oh, but when you're on burning. his journey, it's easy to forgive because it's his journey. It's mm. his journey. Which, and it also brings out what I said in worship tonight. Because it's his journey, then you can depersonalize the battle. Yep. You can personalize the responsibility and then God will personalize the battle because he says, okay, now that you've realized this isn't about you. This is my journey, This is about my story being at work through your life. You're just a vessel. I'll take it personally and I'll give you the victory because of my name's sake, not because of your name's sake. And I'll deal with your enemies for my name's sake, not for your name's sake. See, David was very smart. The psalmist was very smart. Whenever he would invoke the name of the Lord against his enemies, he would always remind God that they're coming against you. You know, these nations are, are saying, is their God capable? So whose journey? He was never saying, you know, uh, is David capable? He was saying, no, they're talking about you. Where is their God? Yeah, where is their God? So he's literally True. bringing the emphasis back to this is your battle. Your name's on the line. At the end of the day, who are they going to talk about? Not me, you. And so it goes again to what Pastor's talking about where if we focus that it's his journey, we'll get the right perspective and to go in line with what you said tonight, we'll begin to see not the symptoms, I but know, we'll see the core of I what God is showing us. I know you're going to bring us out with some scripture, but I want to just down get this download to upload to you. This journey is his. Yes. Now, if you continue to take God along on your journey, you'll be grabbing for him all day. All day looking for him to heal you, to bless you, to touch you. Thank you. To touch you, <laughs> to do whatever's necessary. Yes. But if it's his journey, if it's his journey, then He'll, you will turn around and say, well, what do you want to say next? What do you want to do next? Wow. This yeah. is your journey. I'm on your That's journey. Slandish. Your journey. You paid the price. You opened the door. You brought Calvary to me. You brought Calvary as a form of forgiveness. Now, I'm going on that journey. Wow. But it's not my journey. 
so I don't have to deal with what I should be dealing with from the outside, inside. I'll be dealing from the inside, outside. Oh, my Lord. Come on. I need a little brain explosion button. <laughs> <laughs> That's really good. So, um, uh, I mean, this is, this is deep stuff. I'm feeling really convicted. But the thing is, um, we'll it started with Abraham. Remember, when, when we talk about a journey... It's a journey of faith. It's yes. a journey of relationship right. with our God. Yeah. And so the journey begins with God's initiative first. There that's, it is. That's the born again experience. Mm. You didn't find him. He found you. He found you in a sense. He opened nice. our hearts yeah. to faith in Jesus Christ. Yeah. He opened our hearts to conviction of sin. And then the journey began. Do you know what? We didn't find him because he was never, ever lost. Well, yeah. we're Dr. the ones Robin, you're blowing that was my lost. Mind. Wow. The brain explosion button. I'm telling you. Can you give us a brain explosion? <laughs> I'm going to YouTube this. <laughs> brain explosion. That was more like an atomic bomb. We need like a brain no, explosion. We need some splattering oh, sounds. You know, insert that brain explosion <laughs> emoji right there. No, no, that's I, amazing. I need to because I'm downloading now, uploading what's being downloaded. Yeah, yeah, go and for it. so many times we say, I'm looking for God. I'm looking yes, for God yes, in this yes. religion Ooh, or in this Jesus. experience. Yes. Mm. Um, stop looking for him. He's not lost. You're the one that was lost oh and Lord. he found you. He's put you Jesus. on his journey. And part of his journey is that second work of grace that he's bringing to your life. Wow. I think we need to go to break and let that like just settle into our spirits. I have no words let's right unfold. now, sorry. <laughs> and we'll come back on his journey. And let's unfold it some more. We're uh, going to unfold it some more. We'll be back shortly. Come on, audience. Where we blow your minds. Do it all the time. We're going to blow it every time. Snap, crackle, pop. All right, are you ready for this one? I'll put the burn in there for you. Ready? Right, here we go. Ready? One, two, three, and. If you ain't on his journey, your flesh goes burny, burny. Your stomach will go churny, and you'll end up on a gurney. You ain't on his journey, your flesh goes burny, burny. Whoa. Your stomach will be churny with the power of a turning. Oh! That was a journey, good one. journey, journey, journey. You, journey, talked journey. About, you talked about the will. Yes. So the I last like, testament will of Jesus Christ. Yes. So I, you know what a last will of testament yes, is, right? Yes. You know that, don't you? So uh, what's Jesus saying to you? Mm. The very thing that he said before he left this earth, mm. he spoke to his disciples and he gave them his will. Mm -hmm. Okay? And his will was abide, abide. Mm. You see, last thing he ever said to anyone, look it up, it's in the Word. I'm not going to look it for you because you follow, need to abide. go and look it up yourself. Yep, yep. But guess what? Come follow abide. Guess what? We've come to Christ mm. because he called us. Wow. We followed after him. What's the next step in this journey? 
but to live in him, to abide in him. So, therefore, he will then abide in us and he will take us on his journey. Wow. This wow. is the way it works. Ooh. This is it. This is it. He gave them a blueprint of his journey. Mm. This is what he said. Mm. And anyone from that moment on got it. Okay? The disciples paid the price to get it. We'll pay the price to get it. Because if we continue on our journey, this is part of our works mentality. This is is part of us sticking what we need to do next. Oh, say this. Please, God. What do we need to do next to please Janet, Janet, Janet. I'll tell you right now. If we do what he shows us to do, then we won't be grabbing for him because we're going on his journey. He made the journey all the way to the cross Mm. and from the cross onwards. That's the journey we're going on. That's the journey. Now, I mentioned earlier on, Pastor, to do with his second work of grace. I'd like to bring that in as a part of his journey a little bit further down the track, if I can. But... Here it is. You know, pastor's going to bring up some scripture to show you God calls you on his journey. Mm. He never calls you on your journey. Wow. Never. Come on, Lord. Come on, now Lord. let's bring the scriptures up. All right, so we're, we're reading out of uh, Genesis because we're, we're actually using Abraham's life as an example and so we'll read three portions of Scripture because I want to give everybody the, the complete picture because it's a little bit, it's a little bit of a grey area who actually heard the Lord um, and begin the journey. Um, in Genesis eleven, verse thirty-one, it says, "And Terah took his son Abram mm. and his grandson Lot, the son of Haran, and his daughter-in-law Sarai, his son Abram's wife." And they went out with them from Ur of the Chaldeans to go to the land of Canaan. Mm. And they came to Haran and dwelt there. And so the days of Terah were 205 years, and Terah died mm. uh, in Haran. Then, mm. we, then we, we cross over to the next chapter, uh, chapter 12, and it says, Now the Lord had said to Abram, had yeah, yeah this had. is key. past tense past the tense. lord had said to abram but we just read in had said chapter 11 that mm-hmm. terah took his son abram mm. and his daughter-in-law sarai and mm. his grandson lot so it seems like a contradiction yeah yeah so we have to go to um acts chapter 7 it's jumping through the word Come and on. this is um this is journey stephen's yeah. Stephen's sort of, uh, um, you know, speech to the Sanhedrin. Yeah. He says, uh, brethren and fathers, listen. The God of glory appeared to our father Abraham when he was in Mesopotamia before he dwelt in Haran. Mm. Wow. Number one, he appeared to Abraham, not Terah, and he spoke to Abraham, not Terah, Mm. right? 
and said to him, Get out of your country yes. and from your relatives and come to a land that I will show you. So whose so journey, Pastor? Abraham's journey. But whose journey was it God was taking him on? His it was journey. God's journey. It was God's journey. But he was calling Abraham. See, with God's journey, you need to obey the call. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Say that. Yeah. So Abraham obeyed the call, mm. albeit he delayed until his father died in Haran. Now, this is interesting because I know you, Pastor, are going to expand on this mm. and, and you're going to explain. Um, Abraham was jumping in and out of God's journey oh. on several occasions. Mm. Number he had one, a detour sign. Yeah. Yeah. Number one, he waited until his father had passed away yep. because he didn't want to bring any shame on his father. Yeah. All right? And, and in Genesis 11, we're sort of implied that it's dad's idea to go to Haran. It was not. Nope. I believe his father jumped on it, right? Yeah. And, and, and sort of, you know, have you ever had people jump on your vision and say, oh, that's oh, my vision now? My. Yeah. Never. So this is what his father did. And anyway, the Lord had to allow his father to die to isolate Abraham. And, and I know we're going to talk about this later on because eventually Lot had to get out of the picture. Because Abraham was like, we, like I said earlier, he was jumping in and out of God's will and God's journey. The mm. Lord said to Abraham, you get out of mm. your family, your father's house, your countrymen, and I'll show you, Abraham or Abram, where you're to inherit. You, you made a statement, yeah. which um, again, let the Lord upload something here and a challenge to each person. And that is, you said that he jumped on it. Yeah. yeah. Now, you need to know the culture of the day. If you know the culture of the day, um, every house followed right. after the Father's God. That's right. Yeah. Every house. So that was no exception here to do with Abram. And so God had to get Abram out of his father's house. Now, Abram, uh, you know, he didn't know God. That's right. He didn't know him fully. He knew he had forefathers, but he didn't know him. He knew his father's God, the yeah. idols. Yep. So God was taking Abram on a journey so that dad turned around and says, now this can't happen because the culture is I look bad. Yeah. I look bad if my son is making the decision. It's always the father who makes the decision who and what we worship. You ah. see? So he went on the journey to turn this whole situation around. So it was him who wanted to stop off in another place to grab a hold of the situation, but God let him die out there. Mm. And, and that's, yeah, that's the prophetic then, implication. And then put Abram back on the journey of God. And there's there's a prophetic implication there when we are on God's journey and we take those things along that we he shouldn't. hasn't called, it will halt and pause and the Lord will literally wait for those things to die, to die off yeah. 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 before he lets you continue because he's not letting illegitimacy go on his journey. No, yeah. but it's also his grace that those yes. things die off and don't come with us. Yeah. Yeah. What do you reckon, for Ken? Yeah, You're well, too I quiet. <laughs> I'm taking it all in just listening to you. Oh, no, no, you don't <laughs> get to do that tonight. <laughs> comment, so, Kenny. Kenny, you going to comment? Oh, just I just see that 
God was speaking to Abram. It was it was just speaking to him. And I think um, you start to tell others, and like you said, they jump onto it. Mm. And you think, oh, yeah, I'll come along too. I'll come on the journey. You know, I'll join you. But he's calling him. Yeah. So like you said, God reached out to Abram. But he was speaking to him. Only. But he was trying to, Abram's father was trying to get his face back. Yeah, yes, yeah, trying to turn it around. Like, no, he no, wanted do this. To, it, his reputation. You know, he wanted his reputation mm-hmm. back. Because this is a very offensive thing. Yes. Mm. The son doesn't lead the father. That's no. right. Mm. The That's father yeah, is yeah. the mm-hmm. one that leads that the family that? in yeah. who they worship. Mm. This was very degrading for his father. Mm. Oh, and he manipulated it. And I said, let's stop off in Haran. Let's stay here. The thing with that culture, again, is Abraham to take the lead would bring his father shame, which yes. he made that point. But it also makes the point that you, you can't inherit the kingdom of God by bloodline. Mm. Right? Like, Pastors' kids, I know they go through a rough time, but they can't. You can't assume they're automatically in a relationship with God because yeah. they're in the fast. The, I was going to give you the, the suspense button, then, yeah, the pastors' fans. Go for it, not the PKs. Oh, um, you pastors' <laughs> kids, you say amen to that. Amen. That would just be. Uh, Wait, not, not the only pastors' kids that said amen. Not only amen. that, amen. You, amen. you can't. You can't have the faith of your leaders. Come you know, on, say that. You, you got you. You need to develop that relationship with God yourself. Yes. You can't get it from yes. mum and dad. Yes. Those of you who have children here in the audience and children in our listening audience, your children don't inherit the kingdom of God because they're your children. God sets them aside for special grace. Obviously, yes. we'll be praying, mm. but you can't assume because you're a believer that they are just going to automatically be a believer because you, they have to hear the call of God themselves. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, Everybody has to hear the call of God so, themselves. So, so they can go on God's journey. So there's a crossroads. So they can go on God's journey themselves. There's a crossroads for, say, like even me, growing up in the church, you come to an age like, am I still going to follow God for That's myself? That's it. Yeah. Yeah. So, it has to come to that. It has to come to that. Yeah. Sure does. Because God wants a personal relationship with you, not not through your parents. Mm-hmm. And your children, God bless them, will need to have a relationship with God, yeah. not through you. You can guide them to the Lord, mm. but you can't have that relationship yeah. on their behalf. And I think parents try to protect their kids, mm. you know, stop them from making the wrong decision, but it actually can, you know, delay yeah. what God wants to do and take them on their separate journey. Well, wow. i got two pastors' kids sitting here right now yeah. and I'm sure they're saying amen. Am yeah. I, am I'm I saying right amen. And another one over there, so I think they're a- saying Am it. I right in I'm saying, saying it's like silence. that's where the deterioration sort of begins? Yes. Because if, let's, let's just use a hypothetical, you know, I go off your relationship with God and I take that into the family God's given me and I'm going off your relationship yeah. constantly your mind and then revelation. my kids are going off your relationship, it just pulls it further and further back because it becomes less and less personal, mm-hmm. less it's and true. less what God's wanting yes. for us. Is that it's right? True. Yes. So, so the theme yeah. here is Abraham's father, mm. Lot, his nephew, oh. um, Haran had died and his his older his younger brother Nahor, none of these people are recognized as true worshippers of, of God except Abraham. 
Right. Yeah. You, you don't you don't see Lot going to prayer. You don't no, you see don't. him offering offerings to the Lord. No, you don't. You don't see him even consulting his uncle Abraham on what sure the will of God was. Well, Lot yeah. birthed two of the most opposing nations yeah. to Israel yeah. that God had to wipe out, Amnon and Moab, like literally. And his, his witness in Sodom and Gomorrah was just pathetic. Yeah. I mean, Peter says he was righteous, but only just. <laughs> just right? a little bit righteous. By the only skin just. of his teeth. Yeah. yeah. So we're saying this for everybody in our, our you know, studio audience and those out there in, in our broadcasting audience. Every journey with God starts by God revealing Revelation. that journey to you. Yeah, yeah, come on. How you respond to that yeah, journey no. is, be, is now your choice. But God makes the call, you respond. And this is how we started with Abraham. Mm. And that's how we moved with Abraham throughout Abraham's entire life. Yeah. Abraham didn't get up one morning and say, I'm going to be the father of many nations. <laughs> that was God's idea. No, right? he went to dipping night, got a word that he was going to be the father of many nations. <laughs> that's okay because that is, again, a word from God. Yeah. So it, doesn't, it doesn't always have to come you know, personally. It can come you. through others. But the point we're making is the journey starts with God. It's sustained by God and it also is Completed by God. Wow. And that's and that's how we we depersonalize trials. Say this, yeah. say this. This is the part. If, look, if you're where God wants you to be, when he wants you to be, this is it. and how he wants you to be, then everything that's happening ah. is predestined. Come oh. on. Because God is never surprised. Right? If we stray off that course, we'll which some flesh. all of us do, we do stray off the course. Often yeah. we're in relationships he doesn't want us to have. We're in places he doesn't want us to be. And we're saying words that he never wants us to say. Oh, my Lord. Only the grace of God gets you back on uh, track. I think right? we, we need to come back to uh, the story. And so when you're ready, we'll come back to the we story. We will definitely come back to the story after some of our flesh burns away. <laughs> Snap, crackle, pop. Be back shortly. G'day, Portals fam. Pastor Kenny Jarvis from Talk Sydney here. We have a very exciting announcement. Our senior leaders, Dr. Robin Cassis, Pastor Tony Cassis, are coming back down under to visit, equip, and launch our church in Sydney to its next spiritual season. They haven't been home in Australia in over five years, and we are so stoked to have them come and impart to us with hands laid on what God is doing. So if you're in the Sydney area, grab a whole bunch of your mates and come on down to Parramatta. Like and follow our Facebook page, Talk Sydney, for the location and times. Let our pastors speak over your lives a prophetic word of direction, encouragement and life that will bring clarity to 2020. Don't miss out on your chance to be impacted like never before and take up the opportunity to be blessed. See you there. A fiery sub portal that's burning some flesh. Yes, I think it's flesh time is now. Still burning to show you a few things. It's more where we fry your mind rather than blow your mind. <laughs> can I? Can I play it? We can explode it. We can blow it. We <laughs> can fry it. <laughs> long as we don't eat it. Uh, oh Jesus! Oh, oh boy! <laughs> here we go. Now here we go back to this because this. If, whoa, That's the sound of the, the mind blowing up. 
Was that blowy? Blowing up. Yeah, that was oh. the sound of the mind blowing up. <laughs> that was my brain just exploding. Sorry. Oh, that's all right. The Illuminati. And so anyhow, it's hurting tonight. I just want to say we're going back to Abram, okay? Because first and foremost, Jesus was never on his journey. He was only ever on the Father's journey. Yes. Mm. Uh, his journey is going to be honoured further down the track. Come on, Pastor Robin. When we meet with him in the air and have the great supper yes. of the Lamb. And he's acknowledged He's going to kings. be acknowledged by his father yes. in such a way because he acknowledges his father on this earth. So we see this. Now, when Jesus left this earth, he sent the Holy Spirit. Yes. So now we're going on the Holy Spirit journey. Mm. Led by the Holy Spirit, counseled by the Holy yeah. Spirit, convinced by the Holy Spirit, empowered. convicted, empowered by the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Third person of the Godhead. Okay, so we go back to Abram mm. and we go back there and we say, well, we've used this as the example tonight. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Okay, now you need to see Abram didn't know him. He did not know him. Mm. He knew a false god of his father. This is so now, weird. to get him to know him, he had to take him out of his father's house and put him on a journey with God. Yeah, wow. yeah, yeah. So that God could get to know him and Abram could get to know him. Mm. You see? Now, you could say, is it black and white? Uh there were detours. All the because time. Because I want to challenge you tonight. All the time. You've got to get this mindset dealt with because you're always thinking you need to work at something. You're Ooh. not a yep. worker in the kingdom. You're a son in his kingdom. Come on, performance okay? mentality's got to go. And so I want to go back to something that really touched my heart when I read that about Gave him a blueprint. Yeah. He said, you'll be a father of nations. This is before he even starts the journey. He gives him a blueprint. Here's my journey. You're going to be. And you. I, I want to get it for word for word. So can you find it in the scripture there? So what I want to share with you is what's the blessing of going on a journey that is not yours but mm. the Holy Spirit's mm. journey? What is the blessing? Well, when it's your journey, as I said before, you will be grabbing for God's healing on this journey. Mm. You will be grabbing for God's blessing, yes. for God's provision, Help and that's Lord. okay. <laughs> She's burning my, the that's flesh. the sound of me Sorry. getting some delivery. Yeah, you'll be, you'll be constantly yeah. saying, right come on, God, turn up, turn yeah. up, yeah. Yeah. turn oh, up. Oh, my yeah. God. Yeah. So, so you will true. be grabbing and grabbing. Yeah. Now, if I go on a journey with someone, and they're driving the car, mm. I have to put my faith in this person driving Come on, you yes. say that. I'm not going to sit in the back seat and be a back seat driver. Yeah. You see? Otherwise, they'll probably pull up and tell me to out. get out real quick. <laughs> you know? I'm sure they will. <laughs> and so the thing is for us to realise if this is a journey that God is taking us on, mm. 
if this is a journey that God is taking us on, then he's going to show us direction in this mm, journey. Yes. It's going to be is. his direction, yeah. his correction. It's not going to be anything to do with us. So when we find ourselves in a situation, we need to be able to say, well, this is your journey. So what are you going to say about this situation Ooh. that's coming right now? And he will be the first to tell you. Yeah. Because wow. it, he owns it. If he oh, owns Jesus. it, he will speak in it. Wow. Someone needs to put that on a T-shirt. If he, he owns, owns it, he will speak, speak on it. <sighs> okay. Now, did you get my scripture? Yeah, I got it. Wow. Oh, wonderful. We're just useless tonight. It's great. <laughs> it's great. I, I, I love, love this scripture. The Lord had said to Abram, get out of your country from your family and from your father's house to a land that I will show you. I will make you a great nation. Here's the vision. Here we are. I will bless you and make your name great, and you shall be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you, Mm. and I will curse him who curses you, and in you all the families of the earth shall be blessed. Now, that means, and do you see that? I will. I will. I will. Who owns this journey? God. owns the journey. God owns the journey. Biggest problem with Abram, he decides to own it halfway through. (laughs) You know, he keeps detouring. And the same goes for each and every one of us. We start to uh, take the ownership of it. Yes, yes, I I don't know, maybe we don't like the way God's taken the journey. Maybe it's not fast enough. Maybe it's not got enough content in it. Oh, not the scenic route. Maybe it's stretching our flesh a bit. <laughs> or maybe it's even... The Lord, the Lord likes the scenic route. Or maybe oh, it's burning the flesh. Do you know God's journey is never running ahead? Yes. Mm. You'll end up dead. <laughs> That's what we said last week. Okay, let when me you run finish. Ahead, in bed. You're going to end up there. That's stealing your James pasta. <laughs> There's too many of these guys here able to. <laughs> let me get the words out before you start to say it. <laughs> what do I say now? Because you were just it's taken. It's his You'll run ahead. You'll run ahead. You'll run, run ahead. ahead. Now, if you've ever been to Israel, mm. you will see there are hills that Jesus had to go up. Mm. and G- hills that he came down. Can you imagine him running up those hills, running down those hills, running up those hills, running down those hills? The pace that Jesus took was walking. Mm. Why did he take a walking pace? Mm. You know why he took a walking pace? Because it caused him to look around and see everything that was going on. <laughs> when you... Sorry, I got to get oh, a gem like for that. Oh, I like that one. She's getting in there, Pastor. Including you. Oh no, yeah. Okay. Come on top of it. So, can you see what I'm saying? Walking is his pace. Running's not his pace. Running Ooh. the race, mm. yes, of life, <laughs> definitely. But running is not his pace no. for your Christianity. When you run, you mm. run ahead of him. Ooh. When you walk, you walk. Inside of him. Because mm. well, he that. walked the hills of Galilee. He walked the hills. He walked those hills. Sometimes he rode. Sometimes he walked. Okay? Sometimes we get carried. Sometimes we let him walk through us. Mm. But I want to tell you, 
This is all about his will when he said, come, you've come to me. Yeah. You've followed after me. But the last thing I want to say to you is live in me. Yeah. Oh. In other words, I'm going to take you where I want you to go and you'll see results. Ooh. As you live in me, I'll live in you. As you abide in me, I will abide in you. And then he said those words and then he ascended into heaven. Yeah. That was his will to them. He wrote that will out. It's the same will that we have. Yeah. The same will. When somebody's passing away, the last thing they say is what they want to say to that person. Jesus said that to his disciples. So what does that mean for you and me? That means stop being the worker. Mm. Start caretaking. So for us novices, how do we apply that to an everyday Mm. Christianity, like Christian life? Well, me personally. Because I need some pointers. Well, me personally, when I get up, I say, Lord, where are you taking me today? Yeah. Yeah. What are you going to do with me today? Pastor, when you, um, I get the visual, when God's driving the vision, he, he see, drives he, the car, he, Yeah, he, drives, he yeah, drives the car. He drives the car and then you can say, oh, God, this is coming up. What What do you reckon about this? And then he speaks to you about, you know, imagine you're in a car and you can see ahead there's an accident. Mm. You'll be asking God who's driving the car. Mm. Say, God, there's something coming up. What do we do? He's like, don't worry, child. I'm going to make sure we get through this. Yeah. But then when you're driving, you're so determined to get there. Oh, my God. That you either want to, oh, I want to get around this traffic. It's annoying me. Yes. So if you're driving the car, there's no opportunity to observe what's going on. And I think that's how we miss it because we're so driven and focused that I need to get there. I need to be that man of God I need to be. I need to be like, you know, the pastors. I need to be really good at this, really oh, good at please that. please don't be like us. <laughs> when you're driving we, the car, you're focusing you're on so all focused. the rules Come on, well. I don't even drive, guys. But I've got three, <laughs> drive, four drivers on this. But see, can you saying something? When you're driving the car, you're focusing on all the rules as yeah. well. The rules of the road, the rules of this, mm. the rules of that, the rules of this, and you can fall into sometimes yeah. legalism. Yes, uh, def- definitely. But can he saying something here? Where are you going, Pastor? He's just standing up. This is what he does. Yeah, he's just standing <laughs> up. You guys can see what's happening right now. It's a key here that you said, Pastor Robin. Um, I call it the five I wills, and it's it determines whose promise it is. Because Lucifer mm. said five times, "I, I will, will ascend." Will. And God says, I will, when he gives a promise five times to Abraham. And I think he said it to Jacob too. So it's really showing who is in control there. Are you going to have the I will? Is your confession starting with, well, I've got to do this. Practically, let's talk about it. During your day, I've got to go here. I've got to go there. I've got to go to work. I've got to meet that person. I've got to, you know, go and put my car in the garage. Or are we going to change our confession to be, Lord, where are we going today? Where are you taking me today? Where are you taking me today? Mm. Even in my work situation, if I'm to go and I know we have to work, this is part and parcel of living, but still he'll take you on his journey at your work. Yeah, yeah. in your routine, there's still a journey. It's a journey. Mm. It's a journey. And so uh, we need to see this. If we start to see this, then we don't grab for God. Mm. We don't grab for God. It's all about his journey. 
And his journey will teach us things. When we first came to Jesus Christ, yeah. we received salvation. Mm. He put us on his journey mm. yep. through wow. salvation, through the cross of Calvary. That was the, the vessel, okay? And I'm telling you right now, now he's going to teach you. Mm. And only on his journey can you learn what the cross means. Mm. Whoa. Wow. It's called the second work of grace wow. on God's journey. And when we come back, we will be talking about the second work of grace. Speak to you guys soon. Hey guys, want to hear God speak to you personally? Then join us here at Dipping Night. It's every first Monday of the month at 7.30 p.m. To find out more information or to RSVP, you can visit us at dippingnight.torknyc.org. Hope to see you there. I'm so burnt in my flesh that I can't think of a jingle. So Seriously, I'm just going to throw it back to you, Dr. I'm just, Robin. But what you guys are saying is so, so powerful. It's almost, for me, it's almost too hard to to swallow or chew and then I'm just trying to Take apply a few it. little bites. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely. That's why I think we're all so quiet tonight. It's a bit of a flesh-burning kind of night. Yes, it is. Not going to lie. Ow! <laughs> I tell you, she loves that part. <laughs> I don't love it. It just it keeps coming up tonight. So it's what's happening. Yours is the the um the gems and mine is the flesh burn at the moment. Oh. That is what's happening. It's a gem. And I'm not too episode. proud to say it. So, I, so I'd like to go back in. Yeah, yeah. let's go right back Don't in. You want to go back about. in, guys? Yeah. Let's go in. Dr. Robin, the last thing you said to us at the end of the last um, segment was the second work of grace. Yes. But I just want to take you back first to the very beginning. Mm. Let's talk about Adam. And Pastor has brought this incredible reality. Yes. And he so showed good. us in the scriptures that Adam was not created in the garden. He was created outside yes. the garden and then put Place. in the garden. Wow. That's crazy. So he had nothing to do with the garden. Yep. The garden was created by God. Yeah. So he was put in the garden to go on the journey. Mm. What was his journey, Pastor? To caretake yes. that which God made. Yep. Not to work it. He didn't have to do the fields. He didn't have to cut the flowers. He didn't have to water anything. He didn't yeah, have to on, feed the that. birds. Just caretake. He just had to caretake. Mm. And that's what we do. We should be caretaking mm. as he takes us on this, his oh journey. Holy Spirit journey is the activating agent that moves the very issues of our life. Yeah, yeah, oh. yeah. Not us. Working with him, but him working through us. Mm. Well, my lord. So we don't have to create anything. We? Do you think you can create? <laughs> nah, we can't. That's well, what we try to do. We try to create that was things. In stereo. Oh yeah, we sure do. Like, I need to do this. I need to make this happen. So if this is the case, now I put this before you. I know it is, but you might be struggling with it, listeners. You might be struggling with it. But I'm sure the Lord will reveal it to you no, in some way or another. 
And let me just say, this second work of grace that we want to talk about tonight, guys, we want to talk about it as something the Holy Spirit's taking us on this journey. Mm. It's his journey and he's going to help us to understand yeah. Yeah. what his grace is all about. Yeah. See, how do we apply that? Wow. When we first got saved, he saved us. He gave us a gift of salvation on this incredible journey. Then he gave us something else, Holy Spirit. And then the Holy Spirit gave us his gifts. Yeah. Right. And you just keep getting. So can you see you yeah. get to equip? Yeah. So now we're on another part of the journey of God's to understand what this second work of grace is all about. This second work of grace is going to bring us an understanding of what he gave us. Mm. Now, you would think... In your thinking, wow, I got saved. I know all about heaven. I know all about salvation. I know all about Calvary. Yeah. You don't. Mm. You received as a gift. You didn't get it through knowledge. You received it as a gift. Mm. But now he's going to take you on a journey, his journey, so that you can understand what he gave you. Well, wow. The scenic route. Yeah. Sila. The scenic route. <laughs> yeah. And so as you go on his journey, he starts to reveal Here he is. what Calvary mm. is truly Come all on. about. Well, yeah. What sin is yeah, yeah, all yeah. about. Yeah. What grace is all yeah. about. But you, you would have yourself believe you got it all in one go. No. You got it all in one go, and now you've got to shove it inside you and walk it out. Yeah. Yeah. Anybody believe that? I used to. Uh, I don't believe it anymore. But if we got it all in one go, then we would be accountable to walking it all at one go. (laughs) Oh, no. Yes, yes. (laughs) No, no, no. I'll give you the land bit by bit. bit. And I'll take it bit by bit. Thanks. (laughs) Very much. <laughs> and it says, and you will not overcome die. this land. Yes. But in a year it will take to overcome this land. We st- constantly yeah. believe that we've got to overcome it in one go. Yeah. And then we build pride from that. I can overcome it because, you know, the work is finished. And you because, go American then. <laughs> behold, I become a new creature. So, Pastor, we're saying here... All things pass away. What's the scripture? Come on. That all things have been made new. And what else does it say? You're going to become a new creature. Yeah, well, the church believes, well, I'm a new creature in Christ. Yes, potentially you are. But you, as you walk it, you will become it. Mm. It's, a, it's an ongoing process. It's his walk. It's I always say to walk. people, I always say to people in our transformation ministries when they quote that scripture to me as a uh, basis for not needing things like freedom and healing. I say, well, if you're a new creature in Christ, then why do you want to kill yourself? Yeah. Ooh, if you're geez. a new creature in Christ, then why do you struggle with pornography? And and if you're a new creature in Christ, Pastor, why are you sleeping with someone? There you go. Ooh. Because you have to go. I always say it like this: You've got the the credit in the bank, but until you go and cash in the check, 
and you have to make that transaction, it doesn't come into your account. So a lot of us have the potential in our account, but we've never accessed it because yeah. we've never taken that initiative. And you're saying through the second work of grace, the Holy Spirit is now taking the initiative to reveal the credit that we've got to inspire us to actually get up off our backsides and do something about it in the mm. sense of letting him live his life out through us. Yeah. He's the one that reveals yes. wow. the truth. He's the one I wouldn't work with anyone else. No. He's the one that reveals the truth. He's the one that tells me, hey, we're on a journey today. Yeah. And I find it how how exciting it is for me. Because if you're going on his journey, you're never going to predict what's going to happen. Come on, Lord. And it's exciting. It's an adventure. Yes. And it's an adventure that you Wake enjoy. up, everyone. Yeah. yeah. You find comfort in it too, Pastor. And you know what? You begin to enjoy your salvation yeah, right. yeah. all over again. Wow. The joy of your salvation is and released. that's what we need. We need to it's, get back to that. Is it true rest? At, well, do you mean to let him take you on? Yeah. Oh, definitely. Yeah. It's like actual rest. You know, and you say when you, when you rest, that's when God... Will work, or that's yeah. when yeah. you'll get the best. Yeah. yeah, that's true. Rest when you rest, when you get the best. Yeah, you see, because you've got to rest from your work, your mm. journey, mm. and go on his journey. Okay, do you understand? Yeah. This is so important, Pastor. It's so important because then, as you go on his journey, you get his blueprint. Wow! Wow! Awesome. That's the key. You get that? <laughs> That's the first one you saw. If you want his blueprint, you've got to be on his journey. You can't. Oh, my God. You can't have your own blueprint. Wow. <laughs> Do you understand yeah, what yeah, I'm yeah, saying? That is this so powerful. is so important. So very important. We must get this. This is what the Holy Spirit is uploading to the church. It's mm. my journey. It tears down everything that the world says about it, it being your life. You know, you yeah, make I'm it what mine. you want it to be. Yeah. It's about you, 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 you. Well, a lot you. of Christian megachurches are still pushing it just in the name of Jesus. Yeah. Ooh. But it gets rid of my the do, journey do, in do. Jesus' name. Yeah. My journey in Jesus' yeah. name. What do you say, Pastor Nate? It gets rid of the do, 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 and it brings us back to the B, B, B. Yeah. Because mm. if you're on your journey, you'll always be doing something. It's a human being, doink, doink, not a doink, human doing. <laughs> oh, my Lord. Doink, doink, doink. That is such a powerful <laughs> statement. Stole another gem. I'm <laughs> oh, just fast. I'm moving really quickly here. But I want you to see this because it's so yeah, it's important. Powerful. It's going it to be a key to all this action of your own, you know, uh. making it happen, um, whipping yourself. Yeah. I'm dealing with people all the time that will whip themselves with the Word of God, oh, that will whip on. themselves with their Illegal. own yeah. performance-based mentality. Um, you know, Pastor, you brought out tonight about forgiveness. Forgiveness is on his journey. Unforgiveness mm. is on our journey. Uh, yeah. Oh. Wow. Jesus said, forgive them. Hang on a minute. Forgive them for they, they know, know not, not what, what they, they do. do. See, he's talking about, come on, my journey. Yeah, yeah, Be yeah. forgiving. Oh. Wow. Be wow. forgiving. 
you know they don't know what they're doing because I haven't revealed it to them yet. And I'm certainly not going to reveal it to you until you get into the centre of my will. Oh, wow. Because it's all about a journey Mm. that the Lord has prepared for us. Mm. His steps of a good man are ordered. They've already been ordered. They're not being ordered. So you're not taking one step and then getting a bit of light and then taking the next step and getting a bit of light. Those steps are ordered. What does he require? They're his steps. What are we going to do? Step Step into into those steps. And that's scripture in Psalms that backs that up, that says your footprints have become my pathway. Yeah. Meaning that you literally have the footprints of God laid out before you and all you have to do is align your footprint into his footprint. You don't have to create a new footprint in the pathway. So the path is there. They've been ordered, but this we just step back into can it. Can I just finish before you take I was just going to gonna say what you said. When, you, you, when we were sub-portaling before, you said the steps of a good man are ordered by God. And you said that sets us free mm. from that works mentality, the achievement mentality. Yeah. That you did Performance-based mentality. Performance-based mentality. Yeah. yeah. And I think if you get this, if you understand this, this is going to be a key, mm-hmm. a major key, because that means his journey's been mapped out for your mm. life. Your destiny's been mapped out for your life. Mm. Yeah. You, do you understand? Yeah. yeah. And so when you see it's already placed before you, it's no more you walking blindly. That's it. I've seen uh, a lot of uh, pictures in Christian shops. <sighs> when i so tired, God carries me. You know? And it's like, yes, he will carry you. Mm. He will carry you in him. And you will be carried through him. But guys, he expects you to do the stepping. Yeah. Wow. We talked about the stepping stones yeah. last week. Yeah. He expects you to step in to every step that he's already prepared for you. Now, we divert. We divert. Mm. But he brings us back on the journey again. Whoa. Well. Oh, it's just gone quiet. Yeah, give yourself a gem. That's the way. Everybody wow. breathe out. Give yourself some Everyone take breath. a nice deep breath in and, and let it out. out. <sighs> Goodbye, journey. Goodbye, journey. <laughs> so I haven't got quite the release yet, so um, I have to go until he releases me. Okay, another few more minutes, please. We're going to go to a break. still on air. So, That's um, fine. And then we we're just going to... Just going to uh, let you guys chew that one over and we Ooh. will be back shortly. Hello,您现在正在收听的是广播节目,Portals。Portals是由Robin Nathan
we blow your mind? We're gonna blow it some more On right the journey. now. The Holy Spirit hasn't released us. Blowing our minds on the journey. <laughs> because it's his journey, we're gonna go back in. Because Pastor Robin, you don't feel a release yet, right? No, I don't have a release. So during the sub portal, again, reminding people that when you are hearing of sub portals, they're little things that we talk about to get us to the next step in our segments. And uh, we have blogs on the sub portal, so please make sure you read them on our website, talk.org. But um, someone was asking in the audience, like the scripture says, uh, uh, you know, that the road is narrow yeah. and that it's not broad. And they were saying that they've always con- like conceptualized that to be, well, then I have to make that choice to have that narrow road in my life. I have to do the narrowing. Straight. But, <laughs> and so, so the emphasis they're saying is they've always felt like the emphasis is on them is to narrow their own vision. Like keep and straight yeah. ahead and, and, and like don't fall it's off like that road. road. Yeah, don't fall a tight off road. that road. Look, look, keep yeah. going don't get it down. wide again. Don't get it wide again. Don't get too many options. So it's like uh, literally they're policing themselves. Now you had you brought but, a great um, comment. What I was saying to that person was um, the key is that when we behold truth, it will naturally narrow our vision. Yeah. Wow. Because uh, when you believe truth, it will cut off your other options. And it will naturally bring a focus to one specific thing. It's when we focus on so many things that aren't truth, like opinions, conjecture, yeah. you know, um, self-truths, my truths, as Oprah likes to call them. Oh, um, our truths. That's Ooh. when there's so many options and now truth becomes blurry. Very, and what very was blurry. truth is now, you know, marred and diluted because of what the other things have said is truth. So we have no dividing, or as they would say, the plumb line. Yeah. So sure. when we behold truth as the plumb line, it will narrow our vision. And the truth is Jesus Christ. Mm. So he says, I'm the way. Yeah. I'm the way. Walk ye in it. I'm the way. So <laughs> he's already prepared the way. Yeah. He is the way. And we're to walk in him, in his footsteps. You don't create your own footsteps to walk in. Yeah. Ooh. Just to give you like an example, you I like in baby. America, we go to Walmart, and when I walk into Walmart, it's like the amount of choice. Don't that's advertise my Walmart. Eyes. Well, we go to it like I'm just gonna A say Walmart big store. We go to Walmart, and it's literally like there's like 50 brands of cereal alone that you can choose. Yeah. But isn't it funny that so when they advertise in the cereal or these ads for whatever the product is, they're always trying to convince you that their product is the truth. Yeah. Because if they can convince you that their product is the number one thing and you believe it, you won't need any other choice. When you go into that place, you'll be like, no, I want that product and that product alone. Yeah. yeah. So that's, that's that literally sense. the visual of when we behold Jesus – all the other options will begin to fall off yeah. and we won't have to be put in that position to try and make the make the stand or make the choice, if you know what I'm saying. Because that's, do. again, our work, Pastor, and that's, again, our journey when we're making the choice, what we deem as truth. Yeah, you know, Jesus, um, before Jesus came, we had John the Baptist who prepared yeah. the way, okay? Then, then he was the forerunner. And then, sorry, and and then we have uh, Jesus, the original, the yes. real deal. You see, so he says <laughs> he made he forerunned before me. He went before me, mm. 
He uh, opened up the door. He, you know, cleared the brush. And then Jesus set his path all the way to the cross. All the way to the cross of Calvary. That is God's journey for us. Yeah, that's it. Once we hit Calvary, then we walk from Calvary through to heaven. So, Pastor Tony, do you have anything you want to add <laughs> to that? He's so quiet. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I'm trying to absorb it all. Cause it's a lot. It's, it's it a, lot a lot of the download. It is a lot. So, just what Pastor's saying, we can apply immediately. So, we, we need this. We all need the this. Key is, Everyone here, yeah. we all need this. I was this. getting the key when, is, when Pastor It's Nate. his journey, and every step is already ordered. And all our steps are ordered. When Pastor Nate was talking about. Um, you know, going to a big shopping centre, I think the problem is we see the, all these different options and then we don't make the right choice. And there shouldn't be heaps of options, is what you're saying. Because I am Jesus has already, he's, he's part of the way. Oh, that's good. He's Kate. made a way. That's that it. There shouldn't be all these choices. It. And it's like, you know, when you talk about cereals and stuff, there's so many choices, you don't end up making a choice. That's the key. And that ties up with the stepping stones, what Christy, Pastor Christie said last week. You don't go forward because you don't know what step to make, mm. and then um, that's where a lot of Christians don't go further in their in their walk because they come to a, a stone and they're like, um, "Where do I go from here? I don't know. I don't know where to go. I don't know where to go." Yeah. So, so Kenny, we come down, Pastor Kenny. We come down to this. Yeah. We come down to this now. The steps of a good man. We have the good man living mm. in us. He's the good man. No one's good but God. He lives in us. The steps of a good man are what? Ordered. Mm. They're already ordered. They're already there. Now, that's going to that's gonna mean for everyone, we're talking about millions of Christians. What are we going to say? Well, this one walks this way and then this one walks mm. this No, there's one path. Yeah. Mm. The path has already been set in place. Yeah. He's already done it we're going on his journey because he's already prepared the yeah, way that's it wow he's a forerunner for us mm. as john the baptist was for him yeah yeah and like you said already he fell so we don't have to fall yes mm. wow see do you understand it was all set can mm. i clarify what you mean with that you're saying with the cross and he fell with the cross so we don't have to fall no we don't have to fall. We don't have to stumble. Yeah. It's already been done. Wow. So when the devil tries to throw stumbling at us, tell him straight, Jesus mm. already stumbled with the cross yeah. for me. Wow. That is so true. Jesus wow. already did this for me. You know, I, I was bringing something up to you one time, Chris, and I want you to see, and I want my the audience to see this. We we never quite get this. Chris, you had a, a dislocated jaw. Yes. And sure I, I did. You had it coming against you. Yes. And what I said to you one time, Jesus has already carried Yes, that. it's so good. And she said, ah, oh, yes, on the cross. I said, no, when they punched him in the face, yeah. it mm. dislocated his jaw. Yeah, that's right. It's already been done. It's already been done. Whose journey is this? 
whose journey are we on? Mm. Who is going to teach us about this journey that we're on? The Holy Spirit. Mm. We're working with him. He's the activating agent that will move every issue of our life on this journey. You don't get to move the issues of life. Only he does. You see? Do you understand that? That's his mandate from heaven. That's what God's called him to do. That's that third person mm. of the Godhead is called to take us on this journey. His journey. And if you go on his journey, he will convince you. He will counsel you. He will convict you. He will activate you. I could keep on going all night and what you win and what you get on his journey. So I have a little jingle to tie it all up. I'll say it first and then we'll put all the jingle. If it is his journey, you'll step into his pathway. The uh, Sorry, you'll step into his footprints. The um, the pathway will be narrow and you'll, walk th- and you'll walk through heaven's doorway. This is the key. But if it is your journey, there we go. I'm just still putting it together. Hang on. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It's a journey. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm getting tired. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. If it is your journey, uh, what did I say? Um, oh, Lord, bring it back to my remembrance, Holy Spirit. Oh, wow. You're going to have to have that on your journey too. Uh-oh. Mm, Wait, keep true. talking and I'll, I'll get it back. Living it out. Mm, so I'll what come you, back. So what do you think, Pastor? Besides, i got to keep you there, baby. You've got to stay in this with us. There's no car to park tonight. No card? car? Car. Car. Right. <laughs> Go ahead. Um, I really can't add. I mean, it's just bringing the point home. You can't really add to what you're saying. It's how's it's it true. challenging you? Well, I I will take things less from a personal perspective and more from you know a uh, Holy Spirit perspective. See, that helps me because there's so much being said. I need something that can that I can chew on, yeah. so that doesn't break my jaw again. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah. that that <laughs> means now. So when you get up in the morning. At, uh, you know, uh, we don't want to say good morning, Holy Spirit, you know. You oh, can. that's fine. Yeah. If you so choose to. Not an issue. Yeah, I suppose you can if you want to. I just thank him for being with me all night, you see. I don't have to say good morning. He's mm. already there, you know what I mean? Yeah. But I want to say, then mm. you get the reality that when you go on to work, he's taken you into the mission field. Yeah. And that's where he works, in the mission field. So what are you going to be? The pastor to them? You're going to be the prophet to them? Are you going to be the teacher to them? Or you're going to be the apostle to them? Mm. Because mm. this is your mission field. Yeah. He's in there. He's taken you on the journey. All right, I got it. Ready? What? If it is his journey, you'll walk on his pathway, you'll step into his footprints, and you'll go through heaven's doorway. If it is your journey, you'll have to grab for God mm-hmm. too many choices and the road gets too broad. Oh, very good. Because what you're saying very is good. Very a broad good. road, too many choices, 
being our journey, then we go and we grab for God. But if it's his journey, we step into his footprints that are already laid before us. His footprints become our pathway. And by doing that, we walk through heaven's doorway, which unlocks the destiny and the fulfillment that God has his story for our lives through us as the vessel. Here we go. His story. His story. Oh, my Lord, I'm going to try and do this Get now. Let's see if I can remember this. I'm going to have to start writing these down. All right, here we go. Help me, Holy Spirit. One, two, three. If it is his journey, you'll walk through his pathway. His footprints pick up your steps. No, I can't do it. If it is his journey, his foots become your pathway. You'll step into his steps and you'll walk through heaven's doorway. If it is your journey, you'll have to grab for God. The choices are too long and the road becomes broad. Yeah. I did it! Oh, yeah! I'm like uh, spitting all over the mic trying to get it out. I think you need to be challenged to sing that again. Yeah. yeah. I'm still letting it land. This is my process. That went my process. so long we went into the other part of the portal. I know. Music. Because I wanted to do a comparison. <laughs> We've been talking about there. his journey versus our journey. And I'm getting that visual of what you're saying. If it is his journey, then we step into his footprints. That's how easy it is. We don't have to try and create footprints. Yeah. You know, and then it's in the creating that we do all the doing. That's and it just, it. we lose the joy of our salvation because we yeah. become so focused on creating the footprints. And that's the key. And making our mark that we don't make his mark. So there's mm. the key. Yeah. You said it. We lose the joy of our salvation. My Lord. We need to get back to the joy that we were saved. That's it. Yeah. Instead of it being a work we need to get back and enjoy. Every day should be an adventure. Oh, yeah. oh it's an adventure. I tell them all the time in New York, you're on an adventure. Yes, that's right. If you think you're going to know what's the next step, you're wrong. <laughs> As you step into his footsteps, you might be surprised. Mm. So I after might, the break, you might meet the president. Oh. oh, are you speaking something <laughs> prophetically, Dr. Robin? So, no. so Is that your prophetic friend? <laughs> <laughs> I still want friends. <laughs> so after the, break, after the break, we'll come back yeah. and we'll sum up. Do With you prophetic think, Pastor Robin, friends. or are you not there Yeah, yet? I yeah. think we're starting Some to get there now. Yeah? Wow. Okay. We will speak to you guys soon. Bye. Torque New York presents the official launch of Torque TV. A brand new way to watch Torque New York anytime, anywhere. Get 24-7 access to unlimited shows, classes, seminars, and more. View your content on your favorite device. Commercial free. Access exclusive shows, seminars, and more. And with new content added monthly, you'll always have something fresh and inspiring and challenging to watch. Even tune into our live classes from the School of Apostles and Prophets in NYC. Choose the subscription option that suits you. Sign up today by visiting torquetv.org and click the Watch Now button. Torque TV, equip, 
Inspire. Mature. We're going back Y'all in. Y'all ready for this? You got us a jingle, Nate? I got us a jingle. It's okay. a long one, but it's a good process. Get your pen and paper. Take it in. Get ready to write it down. Sing it with me, Chris. One, two, three. If it is his journey, you'll walk along his pathway. You'll step into his footprints and open heaven's doorway. If it is your journey, you'll have to grab for God. See too many choices and your road becomes too broad. I think I am going to leave now because I'm you in are conviction a bit of a station and I don't want to be convicted anymore. <laughs> so Is that your flesh burning? That's my flesh burning. I'm going to write down that little jingle and meditate on it. I already wrote it down. Wow. Don't worry. I think people will be walking around singing that one. Yeah. So we're going to throw it to prophetic friends. I yes. think first I want to give a prophetic charge yes. to yes. all mm. those that are out there listening to us. Charge us. Now the Lord wants you to know mm. this is his journey. If you want to overcome, you overcome in his journey. If you want to fulfill you fulfill in his journey. If you want to grow, you grow in his journey. Yes. Whoa. So I want to charge you tonight to let the Lord show you a better journey to go on. Oh, my goodness. You can say, oh, my God. <laughs> can I say it? Can I say it in oh, a new please say Okay, it. and then we'll do the big applause We'll deal sound. with all that religious oh, spirit. Oh, my God. <laughs> It's like something just pops up next to me that's not my brother when he does that. <laughs> I don't know. I am me and I like it. Okay, let's go to prophetic friends before I start oh, going to places that go we don't need to go. We, we need some prophetic friends around the world. I'm awake. Who are you going to talk to tonight? El Paso, Texas. <laughs> El Paso. Some saints in El Paso, Texas. Okay. Who've just discovered our Portals podcast. And we're going to be friends. Okay. We're going to be friends. They're going to communicate with us. And they're going to give us a perspective on, um, you know, the, the border issue. Oh. That will be refreshing but also sobering. Okay. Okay. Do you have a word good. for them? Yeah. The, the Lord is going to bring salvation to a lot of these, um, you know, border people. Mm. So we're going to say first person? Yeah. The Lord says I'm going to open up <laughs> the hearts. Of um, you know the people coming into America, and I will take advantage of um, the movements that they make mm. to bring a, about a breaking um, of their will, a breaking of their pride, a breaking of um, even the border security's pride. Ooh, and the Lord says, "I'm bringing salvation and grace to the whole situation in wow. El Paso, Texas." That's wonderful. Wow. Wow. Jeez, wow. 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 you out. just came out of nowhere with He's that like one. Asleep and doing all that. <laughs> That's what the Holy Spirit Jesus, does. Anoint me so I can sleep and journey. do that. It's, I was about oh, to say, it's he, he was resting. He was resting. resting on the journey. Look at that. That was God's journey. Keep for drinking your Paso, coffee. Texas. Uh. All right. Second prophetic friends. Come on, Pastor Nate. 
I actually have one. Oh, oh come on, Pastor Chris. 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 I, I, I don't have any country. Sorry, guys. I haven't stepped out that far. But I believe I'm speaking to a female. Okay. When I, um, when I say that you've been searching and searching and searching for what what you want what you think god wants for you and you've not you've tried but you've you've tried and you failed because you just keep doing it in your own strength mm. and going after what you think god wants but the lord says just seek me and let me take you on my journey and you will see things unfold so quickly daughter you'll wow. see things unfold so quickly because you have been taking the scenic route that I didn't want you to take. Mm, come on, Lord. And you've been doing a lot of detouring. Not by your own not 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 for your own like, like it wasn't your fault, but you've just you're running after me so hard that you're tripping on your own feet. Wow. And mm-hmm. the Lord's just saying, just center down, seek my face, and I will take you on my journey and you'll see things flow quick. That's what I got. Wow. Okay. Well, Last again. Very good word. Jesus. I just got um, for Go say, ahead. my son, um, you've been looking abroad and thinking, where do I head? Where do I go? But my son, I'm starting to like narrow and bringing everything in. So you just follow one path instead of looking for which path, says the Lord. Mm. Very good. Okay. I'm not going to get a little bit more specific. I actually have yeah. a word for um, someone in Hawaii. And Male, because female. We actually have people there, so Hawaii. I can speak in their with jurisdiction now. Um, I don't believe it's for people. I actually believe it's for a condition of spirituality that the Lord is speaking to in the city um, and in the uh, nation of Hawaii. And the Lord says, I'm just bringing a, an end to this lukewarmness. That is there, and the Lord says, I will start to cause you to either be a standing up on the side of righteousness or the stand of wickedness. Wow. And the Lord says, um, to you, Hawaii, I'm causing now, just in that in that areas that my spirit is reaching out, I'm looking for the ten righteous, the fifty righteous, for those that have not um given over their uh their belief system to the world. And the Lord says, I'm bringing a really, really clear dividing line. And you'll see this in the government, says the Lord. I really get a strong word for tonight for for Hawaii. You'll see this in the government. There's going to be a dividing line between right and wrong, says the Lord. So that's actually going to be spoken about the government as well in Hawaii? Yeah. Okay. My word, I have two words. I have one for the body of Christ. Yep. around the world and another one for washington dc oh. so i'm going to come first with the one from the lord to do with around the world to okay. the to the church of jesus christ around the world the challenge of god is upon you he will tell you tonight he is about to show you how long you've been journeying on your own, taking God for the right. And so I want to say tonight to you from the Lord, he is going to put a stop to your journey. Mm. And those that have 
been on that journey, in his grace will be brought onto his journey. Thank you, Lord. It will be the second work of grace. Jesus. Receive that. That will show you a better journey to go on. Come on. Should I give you a jam there? Now I have a word for Washington, D.C. And, of course, it's got to involve politics. But I'm not going to move upon this and say things except there is going to be a major, major, major breakthrough for righteousness. Come on, Lord. Thank you, Major Jesus. righteous breakthrough. Getting excited. And this is going to be exposure like nothing has been said yet. Wow. There is going to be the earth opening up and spewing out the filth. That which has been held Mm. underground is going to explode. The pollution is coming to the surface, says the Lord. Wow. Wow. Look at that. Okay, guys. Hallelujah. So let's just uh, end it on what the the jingle that Nate came up with. (laughs) Just remind everyone, if we can all say it, I don't know if everyone can see this, but if we want to remind them one more time, if If it it is is his journey, journey, you'll walk walk along along his pathway, pathway, you'll you'll step step into into his footprints and open heaven's doorway. If it is your journey, you'll have to grab for God You'll see see too too many many choices choices and your road becomes too broad. Go say broad. Broad. Broad is the American broad. broad. Sorry, broad broad. American say broad. broad. It doesn't rhyme. Say broad. Yeah, it sounds better when you say it. Broadway. Broad. Where's Kim? Broadway. Where's Ginny? If you're listening, Ginny, we love you. We miss you. All right, let's hit that jingle button. Let's say it one more time. Here we go. Everybody say it with me. Uh huh. A one, two, three. If it is his journey, you'll walk along his pathway. You'll step into his footprints and open heaven's doorway. If it is your journey, you'll have to grab for God. See too many choices and your road becomes too broad. Wow. Broad, 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 broad. We can call it an ending tonight. The challenge is on. All right, everybody. That is it for tonight's Portals Podcast. Let's give a round of applause for all our panel. Yeah. Come on, guys. Give it up. Give it up. Don't hold up to it. Give it up. Amen. Can take that road from you. Give it up. 